<laughs> there we are. Hey, we're on. Hey. Live. Live. Welcome, everybody. Brewster Street Ice House. By Whataburger Field. Rodeo Alliance. We are live. Um, welcome, everybody uh, at home streaming. I keep looking down here at the camera, but we're up here. Yeah. Um, In-house here. Uh, we have a great crowd in here. Yeah. Hey. Whoop. Hot mic. Hot mic. Hot you're, mic. You're Ooh. down for what? Woo. Hot mic. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, first day here in uh, Buck Days Rodeo, Corpus Christi. Uh, love it down here. Beach. Yeah, Rodeo on the Beach. We literally are on the beach. Literally. And we're joined today, uh, WCRA guru, uh, Mr. Scott Davis. Thanks Thank you for, for being me. here. Uh, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Scott Davis. Uh, yeah, I know. He's a good guy. So, uh, Burn. We haven't done this in a while. So, uh, cool show today. We're, we're so glad to be a part of this and, and what you guys are doing here. Um, well over, you know, what's sort of over $550,000 in payout just here at the Buck Days, uh, one of your majors, um, events. Absolutely. Um, kind of run down. Oh, welcome big bear. Um, I know I wasn't on the last rump chat raw with you <laughs> and uh, Amanda Sanders, but, oh, and, uh, that was a great episode yes. by the way. We're also, uh, just got live on 94.7 talking country. Yeah. So, uh, welcome to all you, uh, people right here, Corpus Christi. And this country is, radio this is actually something new because uh as many of you know sometimes we our mouths aren't always the best but today they are going to be very good because this is a first time for rump chat we're actually live on the radio so uh yeah. we're not going to say anything bad only things good even about jimmy adams yeah we will not we will not say anything bad. So, uh, yeah, this is this or is or the officiating of the event. I won't. But this is a whole new deal for Rum Chat. And uh, as we've said in the last episode or two, we're now well over one million downloads. Thank yes. you, everybody. Yes, that's right. One million downloads. That is. That is a thank lot you. Of, thank you. A lot of time thank you. for people you, uh, that have nothing to do but listen to me and my friend just talk about other people. But I like how you put you before me all the time. Like to thank Josh Hambone and myself. There you go. Which, uh, hey, but look at this though in the local paper here. Oh yeah, uh, hot AC off the Dugan press. Found this <clears throat> insane clown posse. Yeah, invading Corpus Christi. So, uh, your name this is, is awesome. What the article say, Bone? Well, I, I don't know. I didn't okay. quite read it. All I did was scan through, and my name's at the very end. Oh. No, I don't you, have a picture on here. You're actually mentioned throughout the, the article. If you Who'd you do this with? Uh, a girl named Abby. She's actually from Kansas. Oh, really? Yeah, she called me. She lives down here now. She from Abby, Abbeville? No, no, she's not from Abbeville, but she's... That'd be weird. You get it, it would be weird, but nope. But uh, so it's a big weekend here. One of uh, Hambo and I were talking today about why we love this rodeo. A couple things that make it cool is the location for us right on the beach. Uh, this rodeo is truly first class in everything from, from the contract personnel to the contestants, like staying at the Omni hotel and, and uh, having all these nice restaurants being down here at the Brewster street ice house, which this place is amazing. If you guys get a chance, come down here. They got awesome food, um, awesome drink specials. These are delicious. Yes. And uh, so oh, it's drinks. Just, yeah. Every, be here all week. All yeah, week. Right? Noon. Yeah. Every day at noon, we're going to be live uh, on at, here. At the location across from Whataburger Baseball Field. Yep. Yes. So there's two Brewster Street ice houses. Free giveaways. First so, thousand people get rump chat hats. Is that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Up to. Actually. Up to 1,000 WCRA people. hats right here. <laughs> World to, Championship Rodeo to, Alliance. Up to 1,000. Alliance. But uh, How, how's that lunch, Casey? Huh? Must be nice. But you know, back to the deal. You know, uh, we got Frontier Rodeo, which is uh, yep. phenomenal livestock. I, and I was just with them last week. That's one thing I told uh, Johnny Filippano, our uh, our fearless leader here, our boss. Yeah. Uh, I was like, you know, I got one complaint because you know we're at the Omni, and I was kind of joking with him. I said, I got one complaint. You know, we're in Gaiman, Oklahoma last week. Great rodeo, but the <laughs> facility, the living facility. I said, uh, I don't You're have a too, chance of getting syphilis like I did last week at this hotel. So uh, rather too, than the budget in. You're too Guyman. bougie for a budget in. You know, but it has a great sports bar connected to it. And you don't. Yeah. So you don't chance it in, in uh, Guyman. But, you know, downtown Omni, wake up, have coffee. Look at the look at the uh, bay. What, yeah. What so is it? The uh, the big, Robert Earl King. Oh, the, the aircraft carrier, uh, the Lexington. 
Oh, yeah. You know, the USS cool. Lexington. I mean, what a the view. The only aircraft carrier on Earth to host two bull riding events on yeah, national right. television. The Perbers. Yeah, the PBR. They had their uh, their bull ride event right here in Corpus. Um, but this town really takes on the rodeo. I mean, it's a, it's a huge town, but I, the, the support from this community, and, and uh, it's just always been amazing from all the sponsors to the, the volunteers that put it on. Uh, little Bill is one of my good buddies, Bill Lathrop been a part of this deal forever and and i've been getting to come here since 2013 i got on a bucking horse here that he stewart maybe get on in 2014 and that's when i about broke a lot of bones because i got bucked off yes we still have that video somewhere we need yeah. to you find landed that video you landed on the horn between the post office and the depot yeah i landed on the saddle horn because i couldn't find a bronc saddle that was regulation height for what i for a 280 my, pound man for my build there's they don't make bronc saddles in a 20 but uh so um yeah. yeah so let's get into some some wcra facts that's why we, uh well we wanted our buddy to come on scott who knows it all because i i was trying to read in all this and it blows my mind all the opportunities people have and our guest today is is a is a product of that um that that the way the they system. can get in with, yeah. with a system yeah Product thank you of opportunity yeah so kind of kind of go through how, how people can get into these these bigger events so uh the wcra we're sort of new we're entering our fourth year this is our second year here at corpus um but basically we created a qualification platform where any rodeo event on earth um is an opportunity for you to earn points and qualify to a major Triple Crown of Rodeo. Or even a like jackpot. Corpus. Yeah. Even a jackpot yeah, team jackpot, roping or barrel racing. Cowboy Church Wednesday night team roping jackpot. Eligible to be nominated to be considered here. So we had, I think it was over, uh, it's pretty interesting, over 2,500 different individual athletes attempted to qualify to be in this rodeo. Wow. So that's pretty cool, right? That's I mean, really when cool. you look at, at the membership of Pro Rodeo and so on and so forth, that's, those numbers are about half of, of the current memberships at, at those professional levels. So, you know, pretty interesting, but, but the, the, the moral to the, the rodeo here, the triple crown of, of rodeo series of events, we have four major events a year, rodeo corpus next week, we'll be in Fort Worth for the women's rodeo world championship. Um, then we go to Utah days of 47 rodeo in July, and then we clean it up in Fort Worth, uh, in December, world-class rodeo in, in Texas, uh, December 14th, 15th, somewhere around there in uh, the Cowtown Coliseum in Fort Worth. But a uh, pretty special opportunity here uh, this weekend. Uh, Tacey K. Webb might have seen in some of the rodeo media or the local Corpus Christi media. She's actually could potentially win up to a million dollars this wow. weekend. And the way that she could achieve that, she's won two of our major events in a row coming in here. And so she wins one more, puts her name on a million dollar check. A million so. dollars. I am I was I was thinking about that this morning. I'm praying to the rodeo angels that that could happen because that could be so huge to have. I mean, could you imagine backing in the box one run? One run. Well, you get down to one run. I'm sorry. Right. There's more to get there. But you get down to one run. Nod your head for a million dollars. So, because of, is it that, short round style? I don't remember from last yeah, year. We go. It's it's a sudden death. It's yeah. A, so it's a seven seven people make Saturday short go, and then the top three come back for another rodeo, like you would see at Houston or so Calgary the, the or some. Top three. Of those. I mean, you're starting from scratch. You're not carrying in an yeah, average. Yeah. Starts from scratch. Right. Yeah. At each phase. So she'll rope Thursday night. She's got to be in the top two. Provided that she is, she'll rope again on Saturday amongst those seven. And at that point, she has to beat four people. And then she gets into the triple crown round. She's got to beat two other people. Dude, you know I do if I won a million dollars in Corpus Christi? <laughs> Crummy things. I would take $100,000 of that. No, I'd take $150,000 of my million dollars and just see how much fun I could have for two days. And that's straight. why Ashley would take the check. No, but I mean, she could have the other eight hundred and fifty thousand. But I would just take just a little bit and just have some. Well, fun. What about taxes? You got to pay taxes I, out of that. If I want a million dollars, I'm not worried about taxes. I'm worried about having a good time. Yeah, right, especially right then. <laughs> and in that's there. what rodeos. You know, and with, then when April fifteenth come around the next year, you'll have to worry about taxes. With a yeah. with a million dollars, <laughs> right? You, 
with a million dollars, you could buy diesel for almost a year. Almost. almost. You could almost rodeo all year. I'm so nervous because I went to Gaiman six and a half hours, came down here five hours, not pulling my 40 foot trailer. And I know how much what diesel caught. Uh, this summer rodeo interest. That's a cold, hard fact of the <laughs> it's a drug in it, Rob. Well, this summer is going to be interesting. What's it going to look like late July? And I'm nervous about that because my hometown, my my, my heart and soul, Sydney, Iowa, first week in August, there's 36 rodeos going on then. I'm like, I am, I'm I'm nervous. You know, pray God something happens that will ease this pain of inflation. I have. Let's not get into that. We're we're talking fun here. I got two words that, that will solve your fuel problems this summer. Two words. Minivan. Mini van. You get four dudes in a minivan, and even if these or gas <laughs> is five bucks, you're still only like twenty bucks to fill up. Right. Four guys, or, one minivan. Or if you're a town event guy or gal, well, car racing don't really do that, but mount out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's solutions, but that uh, with with that diesel thing, that might actually make it even better for the WCRA. Where you know what, you're only going to go to one weekend right. of rodeo, but you're actually getting two yeah. shots to win. One add between the road you're at, and then you nominate it. Yep. Right. So in a way, maybe that'll really even help build uh, everything with the WCRA to kind of, because, I mean, if you're on a budget, and we're all on a budget somehow or another, but if you're on a budget and you say, man, I want to go rodeo, but it's going to cost this much money, but if you can yep. double down for right. one week. Absolutely. It might, yeah, it's really that easy. If everything's going your way, your horse is working, you drew a good one, you know, you got a hot hand, whatever, you can essentially double down, earn yep. points on our platform, and then come to one of these big rodeos, right? I mean, we're paying five fifty something here, seven fifty something in Fort Worth next week to the women only. Uh, seven hundred fifty thousand next week. Seven hundred fifty richest single women's rodeo event, right? I mean, it doesn't That's pay awesome. what That's the barrel insane. racing pays at the NFR. But it's the largest purse for women in the history of women. Good women's for you rodeo. guys. Good for you guys. Good for rodeo. Right. Absolutely. You know, it's, I've always said this. I don't care. Back in the day when it was Wrangler, you know, and Cinch couldn't get in and all that stuff. It's like, you know what? There comes to a point where people are wanting to put this big of money into rodeo. Doesn't right. matter who it is or what association. This is find a way. Western right. events or what was it? Western uh, Western sports. Yeah, Western sports. Well, and look, um, we're it's, breaking that's huge, ground. and, and yeah. it's all for women, right? Good, yeah. congrats, congrats and, to the ladies. And and we've had some major milestones just here this week. Um, you know, we've been around; we've just been doing what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we want we want to help everybody. We want the whole industry to get better. But uh, Rodeo Corpus Christi has been featured on Cowboy Channel this week. So uh, yeah, will be is, commentated. The rumor is that uh, <laughs> that everybody. Oh wow. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh my! I wish we had multiple camera views. Yeah. we got some crowd. We have Jimmy Adams, right one of the now. judges, who is already drinking. <laughs> That's good. Mark him high, Jimmy. You're Mark. professional official. Yep. Hey, we need to think about getting maybe Jimmy and Mark on the next rump chat. Uh, fans can comment. That'd be great, Mark on, Gomes on today's post. World champ, legendary bareback rider, professional Mike. official, Jimmy Adams. I think hey, they should come on. You, You've known Mark a long time. Yeah, Mark actually, uh, Mark Gomes bought me a beer illegally in 1998 <laughs> at McGraw's Bar in Hutchison, Kansas, when we had his world championship <laughs> celebration. Have we so exceeded past the, statute the statutes of limitations? Of limitations. <laughs> We're past it. We're past it. Surely. It's been 15 years. <laughs> you know, we really do need to get Mark on here because Mark helped Let's me do, do tomorrow. one of the dumbest things. And I'll tell that story about when Mark Gomes helped me get a bareback rigging when I was a sophomore in high school. I was skinnier then, but still a bad idea. Was that your idea or his? It was my dad's idea, oh. actually. He's like, he talked to Mark. Yeah, Mark. He had the right guy. Mark to... and DJ Johnson. There's oh, nice. DJ Johnson. All right, so tomorrow, drop. done deal. Tomorrow, Rump Chat featuring uh, world champ Mark Gomes and, he, and uh, professional official Jimmy Adams. Yeah. Jimmy. And you guys have Jimmy to remember, you can't like this. remember what you say because this is not normal rump Jimmy. chat. We're live on the radio. Yeah, so live yeah, we, we, on the radio. It, it kind of, <laughs> when we found that out, I was like, eh. I asked the radio guy, Ed, I was like, hey, Ed, how, how many, how many seven second delays do you have on this thing? Cause, and, uh, and there's a, uh, there's a sort of a, a industry rumor that maybe Jimmy's might be starting a competitive podcast. So y'all could talk to him about is that. Is it you tomorrow. and Byron Walker? That'll be good. Oh. 
That'd be good. I know they. Run, I know they're running, buddies. I didn't know. You guys will get tens of listeners. <laughs> tens of listeners. <laughs> Jimmy. So Jimmy. I and and you guys have a great guest today. Yeah. Too, right. So I I don't want. I appreciate you having. I appreciate you guys doing this during well, Rodeo Corpus Triple Crown event, Rump Chat Live, Brewster Street. They got concerts after the rodeo. Yeah. Like this is the everybody's back post pandemic. So, so for everybody like locally to come down here, this is great. I mean, the food here is outstanding. Casey already had his helping. I can see him eating over there. And uh, uh, we might even have Casey come on just talk about some old. Uh, oh, some old bad school days. bad no. company days. We, He's rocking the bad company sticker on the back of the hat. Forever and always, and right? You know hey, hey. So anyway, but Brewster Street, die. down here, down by the Whataburger Field, uh, downtown. What? Come by for all of you listening on the radio. This is great lunch. Uh, we got a good scene down here. The booze is flowing. Our guest, you can bring your beer up here if you want to. I saw you had one. Good for you. This is rump shot. Water do. too. Yeah, you had water, but uh, water. we're gonna need another one of these in about. Oh, you need you guys need seven to eight minutes. Um, right up. I'm going to turn it over. We have a tab. You have a tab. Rump chat. <laughs> no, Everybody, rump chat. rump chat has yes, a tab. Yes, rump no, chat. Don't. And I'm out. Go get a drink. Thanks Thank lot, you. <laughs> Thank you, Scott Davis, World Champions, Rodeo Alliance, Master Guru of all. He has a title, and I can't remember what it is. And he, so, he's a talker. If you ever get him on the phone and ask him about anything, be prepared to have an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> you can just mute your phone, set it on your couch, and go on with your day. And when you come back, Scott will But still it's be informative, talking. though. That's what I love. I do, too. I, lo- I, I, I go to Scott a lot. Great. But so anyway, you see this uh, pretty redheaded gal over here. The, the roping redhead, running redhead, as Roger Mooney would say. But anyway, uh, let's, let's welcome everybody uh, here. Let's give a round of applause. British Strain. Everybody from Florida, the Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Are you Seminole or are you a Gator? Corpus doesn't look like Fort Lauderdale. It, why not? It, What's the differences? Uh, I, it's a good bit different. Is it the beaches or what is it? Like it's all I the things, everything it's, around the beaches, the beaches themselves. What about the humidity though? Florida's more humid. Florida. Oh, yesterday, just setting up this backdrop. The simple thing is that, and I was melting. Of course, I don't. I mean, it'll shock everybody. I'm not in the greatest physical condition. But, um, yeah, it's a little, I live in San Angelo, so it's a little drier out there a little bit, but anyway, but it's great to meet you. First of all, very nice to meet you. Uh, an avid rump chat listener. Uh, she she listened to it on the way here. That does not count. Which which episode did you listen to? Um, it was the, I think it was the Mo Better rodeo, the Cody night rodeo, just because I've been there so many times and I know them. You've Mm -hmm. been to the night rodeo? Like a lot. Did you stay up there for the summer? Uh, yeah, we've gone there every year since I was in like sixth grade. Oh wow! What so, year yeah. was that? What was your first year? Um, maybe back in like 2014. Oh my gosh, I'm so old. <laughs> I was there in 2005. Was my first year. So you weren't there in 14? No, it's no. probably good. I graduated you, from Cody Night Rodeo in 2008. Yeah, graduated so, slash did, got fired. Did you hear some of the stories though? No, but I've been to the dollar and I've done all of those things, so I haven't heard any of your stories though. We well, need to finish that episode. You okay. partied at the and you probably ought to bar. try the I other hundred episodes we've had. It's no big deal, Britta, but million. Did, did you feel pressured to listen to Rump Chat just because you were going to be on Rump Chat today? Um, I'll answer that with a no. Check out the Rob Smets one. Rob <laughs> Smets. Oh yeah, Hall of Famer bullfighter, the champ here, part of the WCRA. He's here. He was on Rump Chat. So yeah. I've made a list of ladies of our awesome ladies that we've had on here. And we're getting a lot more. We've had Carly Servi, um, Carly Richardson, Michelle Darling nice. was on here last year. Nice. My sister Haley, uh, Amanda Corley was just on with only me and not Hambone. Uh, <laughs> JJ Hampton. Uh oh. JJ. That's a tough one to follow. I love JJ on here. She was awesome. Yeah, she she's be, intense. She wouldn't be good today because we're on the radio and we have to watch her mouths. Yeah, that's what so, they said. I didn't realize. Yeah, no swearing a, today. We had right Rainy up. Skelton on last year, which. That really last year when we had Rich and Rainey on, I I didn't really ever see Rich as being funny or a talker, but him and Rainey together were pretty good. So if you guys get a chance, you can go back and on uh, Rump Chat archives and check out uh, the one with from last year when we were at the mm-hmm. top of the Omni. But this is a way better setup. Republic of Texas, yeah, yeah. Where it's way better here at Brewster Street Ice House across from the Waterburger Field, Corpus so, Christi. So Britta, um, come on down. I, I've never got to meet you before, but you were actually a two eventer. I've I've done something that I don't normally do on Rump Chat. I'm actually borderline prepared today. 
This is true. Nice. We do not prepare. Okay. We just dive in. That that's that's what I show. got from like the just that I listened to. Yeah, because yeah. like Jeff Metter said, it was kind of embarrassing, but it was kind of cool at the same time at the NFR uh, when it was in Texas, and they were on that day and they were talking about us. It's no big deal, but um, he said they have an uncanny talent. They ask you a question and they actually answer it for you. Yeah, I thought I needed to get prepared for this with this. So that's why <laughs> I went and got that. So he's <laughs> having a beer. You are Good rump for you. chat material. When you carry a beer onto the stage. Uh, that means that, that you're kind of in our deal here, but, um, so in my preparing and reading kind of a little bit about you, yeah. you have come from not a rodeo family. So many times the, the people that we get talked with, oh, my grandfather rodeoed and his grandfather, but you literally started from the bottom. Now you hell talk yes. to us about, and I, I read a little bit about it, but tell like, us just, I want to hear kind of your story. Um, Yes, I'm from Fort Lauderdale. Um, I started out riding English horses, riding jumping horses, um, and that's why I kind of got my feet wet with just horses in general. There was a goat that got loose on our property, and I brought it back to the owner. And um, I'm actually from Fort Lauderdale, Davie area, so Davie's where the Southeastern Circuit Finals is. So it's not like rodeo is like completely absent, like where I'm sure. from, but. There's a little bit of it. And we brought the goat back to the people who owned it. And they were like um, halter horse Appaloosa people, like not rodeo people at all. And they rode jumpers and we got a bunch of horses off the track. And my first horse that I rode was one that we leased. It was a jumper off the track and uh, got to ride that one. And then um, brought the goat back and she was like, well, you can come like do lessons if you want. And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. We used to like feed the ponies and whatever. And that yeah. was fun to me. And then I kind of just got into the English side of it and then did the English throughout like the beginning of high school and then got really serious about the rodeo stuff and kind of just took off from there. That's awesome. So would you say it all started from a loose goat changed your life? I swear. Not even kidding. Our you dogs know, were like going insane down by the front gate. Um, and he was like, he had to have made his way like through our properties. Cause like in Fort Lauderdale, like you're close to everybody. So like our like land is like that, um, just like all the way down the street. And he had to have like made his way through our groves and stuff. So, so that's crazy. I mean, a, it's just kind of like rump, a goat <laughs> changed his life forever too. A goat changed In a completely life. different way. Okay. Live radio handbone. Oh, sorry. So, <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, so your dad, I mean, you're reading, an orthopedic surgeon, yeah. but yet is in agriculture also. Yeah, so um, he's an orthopedic surgeon. Um, my dad's side of family and mom's side are both, like, super smart. Um, my dad went to really good schools and whatever, and so did his parents. And then I was like, I want to go to a state school. I want to go to A&M. And he fully supported that. Um, and he also has an organic tomato farm and also has, like, eight, like thousand royal palm trees and drives the tractor out. He's also like seventy three years old. So wow, yeah. <laughs> Your dad's seventy three. Yeah, and is currently they're in Germany. Is he? They're not here. Oh, Donka Shane, <laughs> mom and dad. Yeah. And your grandparents were missionaries. Uh, they were missionaries in China. Yep. And wow. my aunt was born in Kenya. Well, your family's Boy, a lot <laughs> cooler than what mine. What have you done? <laughs> yeah, no let's, kidding. Okay, let's recap. Um, your dad was a surgeon. Your mom is a uh, international. Uh, flight attendant. Flight attendant. Your grandparents are missionaries. Your parents are over in, in Germany. China. <laughs> in China. Uh, well, in local news in my life, my dad went to the Abbeville Co-op today. Nice. And uh, picked up some feed. So, <laughs> and let steers loosen. He he did lose. Uh, your dad's a world traveled man. Yeah, but I mean, like that's a that's a pretty like. Yeah. My dad also has miniature donkeys, so we have like eight miniature donkeys at my house right now. If anybody do you needs have one. any? Do you, this is gonna sound dumb, but do you have any goats currently? Uh, we have four. My dad <laughs> just got goats because he got also three puppies. So. So also, you were uh, your events that you're featured in. Yeah. I read through there. You want to be like Taylor Hanchi, yeah. make the NFR and the breakaway roping, and. Yeah. The barrels. Yeah. Um. But you're also a goat tire, which is funny the other way you know, it ties yeah. in with your goat. Yeah, that sucks. I can't really tie goats anymore just because of all like my health issues and like medical stuff. Um, and I was actually wearing a brace all day yesterday riding my horses because I think there's something wrong with my back again, which is no, really no. exciting. But I don't want to check that out until after I get done competing in Fort Worth. And um, then I'll probably fly home for an MRI. Um, but that might have to be a surgery. So I'm just like putting that off as long as I can. <laughs> so, that, let's, so for our viewers and listeners, uh, Britta was actually involved in a, in a very serious accident uh, that again, change the, you know, kind of the course of things and, and, uh, kind of tell us about that, uh, what happened yeah. on that. 
Um, so yeah, without mentioning names, because I'm sure rodeo people already yeah, know. that's good. Um, but the driver of our rig, we were just going to some UPRA rodeos. Um, this was my freshman year of summer, and uh, we were up at some rodeo in Texas and headed to somewhere in Louisiana. We were in Ruston, Louisiana when we wrecked. Um, he fell asleep at the wheel. I was asleep in the backseat of the semi-tractor, tra- like the semi-truck, and we were hauling my big rig trailer, and I actually still don't have a living quarters because of it, because of all the COVID stuff and we just, it's been hard to get a trailer and I have, I have one, but it's in the shop. Um, but he fell asleep at the wheel, went off of I-20, went, missed a sign by like an inch. Like it would have split the truck in half. And I didn't even actually want to take the semi. I wanted to take my truck. Cause I was like, guys, we're gonna have to drive 30 minutes out of the way. Like, let's just take my truck, whatever. Thank God we got the semi. I guess mm-hmm. it all works out like it's supposed to, but Got the semi, he fell asleep at the wheel, missed that sign. We went over the service road into a ditch and crashed outside of a bar. Okay, so a Louisiana people at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. in the morning, they're rowdy. And they were punching the windows in on our tra- on our horse trailer, trying to get the horses out because, like, you're going to get a horse out through the window, right? Did they go for the horse before you? Um, <laughs> I don't necessarily know that anyone knew I was in there because I was knocked out. I was, like, completely unconscious. Like, wow. I remember waking up and, like, screaming because I, like, I remember the feeling of, like, the truck bouncing around and, like, sitting up really quick. But then I got smashed, like, this, the the seat like came over the top of me and my back broke. Cause I like smashed into the console of the truck because the trailer come. Yeah. Came and the trailer and came. crushed the truck. Yeah. So that's why if we had been in a regular truck, like, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's a God thing. And, uh, so that happened, whatever the bay horse I rode actually yesterday in the breakaway is the horse that was in is that wreck. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's Eleanor. So she's a 12-year-old mare um, from Florida. Actually from Taylor Hanchi's now brother-in-law, Jason Hanchi, trained her. Um, and both of the rope horses I have are from the Hanchi's. Um, and she <laughs> loaded right back up on the side of the road. Like, I was life-flighted off the highway. I was completely unconscious, don't remember anything. One of the other kids, there were three of us in the truck. Um, he was life-flighted out first because he was, like, screaming bloody murder. But I was, like not saying a word <laughs> Well, in, in the article it said that when when they found you the first thing that you ask is where's, How is, where's eleanor how's yeah. your horse yeah and it, uh, they thought it was another person because they were like maybe someone got ejected from the vehicle like so they were looking for another person and wow. they didn't understand that, like that was my horse and so then eventually i guess they so, got it and you guys hit hard enough now tell me if i'm wrong just just from reading the article so you guys wrecked hard enough where your horse eleanor yeah. slid through the living quarters yeah wall into the bathroom yeah so like that divider like that separates the horses and the and like Mm -hmm. living quarters part she broke down that wall and then a horse had slid underneath her and she like had stepped out over the top of the horse and like didn't even step on him and then loaded back up on my friend millie fry's uh trailer she's actually goes to a&m with me now she's a freshman on the rodeo team so that's really cool um i didn't even know that till like a couple months ago that she was the one that picked up my horses and she was like yeah didn't you know that i was like i had no idea i was at the icu for like a week on like a morphine drip like i have no idea what was going on <laughs> did you remember much from like from the time that uh you wrecked to the time when you're in the hospital do you um i remember getting the staples in my head and i remember them cutting off like my clothes because i told him i didn't want them to because i really like the shirt <laughs> <laughs> and then i was asking about eleanor and that's like all i really remember really? thank god i don't remember though yeah. like i don't think i'd be able to like drive my rig around by myself anymore if i did like no way so you were live flighted out of there uh yeah. from the wreck yep and then you uh you had a what's i can't think of the word i'm trying to th- Lumbar? ruptured your liver oh, yeah that was the bad one um my ribs had cut my liver open so i lacerated my liver um and that was like internally bleeding but then i also like broke my lumbar spine um which is like your lower back which is like what always hurts everyone anyways your and l1 like, two and three my l1 and l2 oh, that's right yeah compression fractures and then head elbow thumb uh, and then, and then right after I got better, my dad had released me that day and we went to the beach and I tore my ACL riding my longboard on the beach and then was out for a, Wait, l- a little out. while. What? <laughs> so I had riding gotten your lawnmower on the beach. You my, blew- my longboard. Sorry. Oh, your longboard. longboard. Yeah. I forgot because she said that she's a surfer. Yeah. She, you haul one with you, right? It's not in my trailer currently. Well, but- you know what? You could win this event and get you one. I know about because that. that's what they give away here at the Buck Days. <laughs> yeah. is a surfboard. Yeah. Is, but I do want to know because I don't know much about surfing. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you knew that um, by looking at me. <laughs> um, I, w- I wonder if the surfboards that they give away here at Buck Days. I wonder if they're you could actually surf on them. Do we? We were thinking. Casey, about that, is that true? You're a surfer. You know. 
Oh. Yeah, I know you could ride those boogie boards that the youth kids got. I know for a fact you could probably ride those. I don't know. But I think I don't we know should have a contest. Works. We could boogie board against you. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't do stuff in you water. You can <laughs> Come on, big. I got hit by a jet big ski boy. when I was in college. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Shoot. It's a whole nother story. Yeah, you really want to compare that um, to her? So surfing. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so you go through all that. You come back, but you're you're stronger now yeah. than ever. I yeah. mean, mentally, yeah. I would say, oh, you know. What? It, yeah, no, like changed, like seriously actually changed me. Like I know everyone's like, oh, like I have this life experience and blah, blah, blah. Like I didn't understand that before I went through it, but like. I'm like excited to be here. Like it doesn't matter like really what happens. Like I work my butt off every single day and I know how much I work at it. So it's like whatever happens happens. Like it's it it will work out if you keep working at it enough. The small so, things don't seem so important now no, to you, do no. you? No. Oh my gosh. What? Like my roommates will talk about drama. I'm like, guys, like this does not matter. I I really think that that's a great attitude. It's a great I wish, attitude. I wish I could have more of that attitude cuz like I I get down a lot, a yeah. lot of stupid stuff. And but like I, I did too, like before this. So, mm -hmm. yeah. so that's, a, I mean, that's a great lesson that all of us can take is, yeah. it's, you know, little things aren't that yeah. big a deal, you know? Yeah. The Hawkeyes lose a game. It's yeah. not that big a you deal. You punched in the game a hole lies. through the side of your trailer. Well, I'm learning <laughs> from Britta's story. So, <laughs> um, so the two between the breakaway roping and the barrel racing, what, what's your favorite event? What's, if you could only do one, which would it be? Um, shoot. You, you have to answer. You're on a deserted I have island. To answer. You're on a deserted island. You only have um, one event with you. I guess I would. Oh, shoot. Well, maybe I would rope because I've always done that. And like, it, it doesn't, like, I don't know though. Maybe I would run barrels. I don't know. I think I would rope. You have to pick one. I okay? think I would rope. What? I think I would rope. rope. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. the last two years has seen an unprecedented rise mm -hmm. in women's rodeo. Yeah. You know, there's always been, there's always been women's rodeo. You yeah. know, we introduced a 91 year old at, at San Angelo who is 14 time world yeah. champion cowgirl hall of fame or whatever, but you don't know who they are. Betty you know, do chef. Yep. 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 So yeah. anyway, but you know, now yeah. it's on the forefront. Oh yeah. And you being 21 years old, you, I think, you're on the ground floor of that. Yeah. You know, gals like JJ Hampton and, and gals yeah. like that have kind of Jackie paved Crow. the way. The, who, the Jack, yeah. you know, have paved the way um and and are continuing that, but you are gonna see the benefits of it yeah. as yeah. a whole. And the breakaway rope and deal is crazy because if I if I got on my phone right now and I put on Facebook, hey, I'm gonna have a breakaway jackpot outside right here. We have fifty at, entries. Right at the bar. And I say we're gonna have this jackpot in two hours from right now. At Brewster's Ice House Bar, breakaway <laughs> open. We're gonna have 135 girls here within 30 minutes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know now because there's so there's so many. There's actually big money. I mean, look at look at what, what they're doing here. Yeah, that's huge money. Next week, seven hundred and fifty thousand yep. dollars for just women's rodeo. So what? So that's. Can, can I finish? Sorry, <laughs> I'm just trying to do my numbers in my head. Yeah, well, that'll take a while. So, um, <laughs> you know, what's that mean to you as a woman in this sport? And what do you think, where do you see it going? So I think I probably don't appreciate it as much as like who you've talked about, like JJ, Larry, like ja Jackie, all the people that have like laid the foundation for this. Um, I think like us as like the younger generation probably just don't understand like, yeah, we can appreciate it to some extent, but we probably don't understand like how much this really means. Cause I hear them talk about it and it's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm appreciative, but like, holy crap, like they've been doing this forever and they're finally reaping the benefits finally. of it. Imagine yep. like doing that your whole life. But um, holy moly, like, yeah, I love it. Like, I I'm getting a degree in animal science and biomed, and I'm not even using that out of college just because I want to go pro rodeo and, like, make the NFR in both. So, obviously, there's enough money in it now to where, like, that is a realistic thing, which is amazing. So, so what do you want to uh, – what is that – what is a biomed – do is it vet? Yeah, so I was a, I'm pre-vet, um, but I can do that anywhere in the next 10 years, and so we'll see. Me That's too. Awesome. I'm thinking about getting back into school. Oh, yeah. I'm not, but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like you said, uh, where the, the generations kind of come before, because it's so crazy how fast it's really happened. If you think yeah. about it, like me and Hambo were even talking about, you know, a couple years ago, nobody had breakaway. There was no breakaway now San Antonio, yeah. Houston here. I mean, if you think of all the big rodeos, it is came, I say it's came out of nowhere, but it hasn't, I mean, it's been around, but all of a sudden, I mean, it is 
it's everywhere. Like it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but I got is, so I know this from when I steer wrestled, uh, was a competitor and from even being a rodeo clown, like in the breakaway circle group, mm -hmm. is there any, uh, trash talking going on between y'all? I and think... don't, don't give me a cookie cutter answer. Okay. I won't. No rodeo queen answers. I won't. Yeah. Is there any like Fred and Cody type? You know, animosity. Rivalry. I would say for sure. I would say I'm not enough in the circle to really know the complete gist of it. Like, I don't, I'm not someone on the road all the time. Like, W Series, like, obviously the perfect platform for that, which is like why everyone does it, like Tacey and all the other people that are like have other careers. But um, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that's in anything though. Like, that's in anything. Name five breakaway <laughs> ropers you can't stand. No, I'm just kidding. That's just <laughs> a joke. Do it. That's just, I would never, I would never say Good. that. I mean, I heard you. Name five breakaway ropers you can't stand. Uh, you know what? I I can't I can't think of any because I really don't know that many. I know the ones I like. Yeah. Like you. Okay, you're gonna you're cool. You you can be on my like list. Great. I like Yay. JJ, Jackie, Sawyer Gilbert. I uh, Ricky yeah. Inslinger. So yeah. We have, uh, San Angelo. We have breakaway at the at the uh, Roping Fiesta, and I emailed Jackie Crawford, or Facebook message, and she never answered. <laughs> so I'm a little hurt by that. So she's a beautiful lady. I didn't say she wasn't. I know. I'm just saying. Like every time I see her, I'm like. Her hair looks so nice. Like flowing. Does that sound weird? I don't mean to sound weird by <laughs> no, saying that. No, I anyway. agree. I like agree. Here, San Antonio, anyway. She looks like a J. Crew model when she rides in the box. J. Crew? Yeah. What is this, 96? I'm just saying. <laughs> like, she has beautiful flowing hair. Am I, 96 and Mark Gomes is riding bareback a little bit. Is. Jackie looks, she is a very beautiful lady. Okay. I hope she doesn't listen so anyway, to this. <laughs> back to Britta, sorry. You're eligible. You win both events. You're eligible for $130,000. That's a lot. That's 20000 for the Maybe buy half a barrel horse nowadays, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with that, though? I mean, where does that set you? Is that just going to account and say, okay, I'm going to rodeo off this? I mean, obviously, um, we talked about the fuel prices and stuff, so it's going to be yeah. a little bit different. You know, like yeah. we were at Guyman last week, and a lot of guys were just, you know, people were piled in more than ever. But yeah. what does that tell you? That's life-changing. Yeah, that is life-changing. I invest like half of that if I were to win that. What do you like, invest in? Um, well, I mean, the cues are always good, but that's like what my dad like does a lot of. I don't know. Like he he's he's the one who's like kind of been trying to get me to get more into that because I mean, like that it makes you a ton of money. And I wish more the rodeo Q people did Sorry, that. The like what? If, the cues, like the QQQs, like the. Please explain. Like, We're stupid. I think it's the five hundred top companies. What is it? Fifty. Oh, the Forbes. Like something like that. I don't know. Okay. I have money in it though. Not much, See, but that's I do smart. have smart. That's so smart because how many rodeo people? No, exactly. Don't... Like, and if more people did that, I don't know. I just think that's maybe that's, yeah, I don't know. I think it's smart. And then, yeah, gas and just vet bills and everything else. Like, wow. Yeah. You know, that's if impressive. You, if you did win that money and you would like to invest in something else, your name could be on this, on this <laughs> board back here. Okay. For a small, for less than 130,000, we could put yeah. your for, barrel horse cover <laughs> up, up to $20,000. <laughs> Um, but the barrel horse still is just crazy. Like, oh, what? I, I don't yeah. mean, I don't like creep it, but I look on there and like all the time, be like, I got a three-year-old that started the, any horse, at 190,000, any horse. Yeah. <laughs> I just need a good, I like to rope this for fun. Yeah. I, I just need a using horse that yeah. I can go get on and go rope. Yeah. That's 10 to 15,000 oh, yeah. on the low end. Yeah. And that's for probably a 20 plus year old horse. Yeah. Do you train a lot of your own horses? Um, so I have a fraternity horse right now. So I would say like I'm like partway training him and seasoning him. I ran him yesterday and that was cool because we actually would have qualified. Um, but no, I, I, I guess I trained my first breakaway horse ever. Um, but other than that, these have been ones that I bought that mm. I competed on. But the the golden cloud horse that is like the horse that is kind of like given me my name. Um, we bought her as a yearling um, and left her in Wyoming to get trained. And then I got her last December. Who trained her? Um, Lynn Core in Gillette, Wyoming. So she got branded on um, and ranched on up in Buffalo, Wyoming for about like a couple, I don't know, like maybe a year. And then she went and did the barrel thing because I don't know, all of mine have that come from that area have all like done life experience stuff. And like the horse I ran yesterday has seen like a mountain lion and stuff and and got like 2,500 head branded on him. And then uh, then they do the arena, which makes it fun. So that, that actually brings up a good point. So your horses have done more than just run barrels. Oh yeah. Which is great. I, I don't do the barrels on her like in the week. Like we track calves around the pen, like, and I raid off those and it helps I a lot. I think that's awesome. Now tell me if I'm wrong and I don't want any barrel racers to be upset with me, but 
I feel like if more barrel racers would do other things besides yeah. just run barrels, then their horses wouldn't be so crazy. Yeah, I agree. So funny story. Last week I'm in Hayesville, Kansas. Okay. Right. At a, it's I actually a, broke down in Hayes, Kansas. I don't know if that's the same Oh, it's thing. not even close. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> no. Well, anyways. Hayes isn't even close to Goodland. Okay. But anyhow, um, great little rodeo in Hayesville, little backyard rodeo, little PRCA rodeo. It was awesome. Great. Everything was cool. But here's the deal. <laughs> I've got my clown barrel, uh, not even close to the arena. Yeah. Right. And I'm during the bell race. I'm around the corner and my clown barrel's right there. And I'm kind of leaning on it. Cause I'm watching the bell race. So I was, uh, on Saturday there's Emily Miller was out. Michelle Darling was both out two of our friends. Nice. So this lady, and I didn't, I didn't know her. She comes riding by and, uh, like I said, I'm not moving and there's, there's tons of room. There's probably 50 foot. Yeah. And this horse comes by my clown barrel and jumps sideways. Oh gosh. Like 90 mile an hour and almost throws this lady off. And uh, without being rude, me and this lady could have swapped clothes. <laughs> and so she rides back over and borderline cusses me. Oh. She's like, you need to get that out of there. This horse is scared of barrels. Yeah. That's. And she was two away. Yeah. And that made no sense. Your horse is scared of barrels. But yeah. Oh, I get it. Like, this horse jumped sideways from a clown barrel like like there was a wolf in it. Maybe it was you. I wasn't even moving. I was just leaning up against the fence. But there's been a lot of crazy barrel horses. Like, yes. There yeah. is stereotypical barrel horse horses. Yeah, I, I, I tell you, the barrel racing, you know, we always, the steer wrestlers always kind of our favorite group, you know. Yeah. But I tell you what, since San Angelo, as I, I, I've gotten pretty the. The barrel racing gals have been the best for us. We have, well, we have re a really good dirt guy, so yeah. that helps. That yeah. But they love the dirt. But like, um, uh, oh gosh, Donna K. Rule mm -hmm. was the last for our short round. Yeah. She was the bottom of the ground, rides ran the so fastest good. time yeah. of the whole rodeo. Yeah, rides like so correct. So and, correct. And then, um, oh gosh, Jordan Briggs yeah. on the shootout night, bottom of the ground, won the shootout. Yeah. So, the, the winning runs are both on the bottom of the ground. Yep. Um, so we always, that, they're very complimentary. Yeah. We but won. like how over their feet do those horses have to be? Like, I don't know. Like I, I never really get mad at the, like the ground, like I guess mostly cause I'm like a roper. Like I came from that side of it. So like, I've never like had done really the barrels as much, but if your horse is over their feet, they shouldn't be falling down. I mean, unless they're running on like concrete, like, they should they they should be over their feet and standing up. The, when you when you get horses hurt is when they're not in shape and when they aren't over their feet and they don't know where their feet are. Like my main thing is slowing their feet down all the time. Like I want you to be really exact with where you put your feet. Like I don't want it to be wild and all over the place because that's not fast. And you prefer mares? I love mares. Yeah, yeah. Why? Um, I think they give you everything. Like when you've got it from them, like I think they give you their whole heart and they do whatever they can to please you. And I think geldings like, well, I mean, you like, they don't even have all their hormones. Like they like, so what do you mean? <laughs> can you explain so, that so, so you're saying they're, they're men first off. So yeah. they, they're kind of selfish, Just more head in the clouds. Kind of like, can see that a squirrel. Like they've lost their will to live. <laughs> <laughs> We can say that, right? Is that yeah. cool? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We're cool. Uh, yeah, you, you do have some gillings, but, you know, you prefer riding yeah. mares, which is crazy because most people are the exact opposite yeah. of that. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels like you can, I'm not really into the breeding side of it yet. I'm trying to get into that. Um, but if you, if they get hurt, you can still breed them. Like you're, you're, you're never screwed out of an investment with a mare. And yeah, I, I I never thought about that. See, we learn a lot on this, and I hope our listeners are learning a lot too. Because educational. But going back, like the barrel racing gals, I've I've really gotten you know got to know Emily Miller over the past few years, and she's awesome, and Haley Kinzel's awesome, and and I've known I've been friends with like Sherry Servey for a long time. Yep. Um, I just think uh, it, it impresses me the most with girls is if you've seen a lot of gals that have come and gone on on that one special horse. Mm -hmm. It's the gals like Sherry or Brittany. Mm -hmm. Um. Um, or uh, yeah, I'm missing the girl a bunch that rode of them. Martha from Canada, Lindsay, Lindsay Sears. Yeah, but that's one that you know, and but but Martha went away, you know, yeah. and but so now, but you but like Sherry, I, who do you think the greatest of all time is? Um, 
Well, I feel like I have to say Haley. Like, she went to A&M or Jimmy because Jimmy's doing a lot of stuff that I like to do, too. She's roping and running Jimmy girls. Smith? Yeah. She's Thanks, cool. Scott. Yeah. She's she, great. She's great, yeah. I, I love the A&M girls, and I mean, Brittany went to A&M, too, so I got to say the Aggies. So you, like, you, would, you would say Haley Kinzel over Sherry Serby? Um, wow, this is, like, hard to be put on the spot no, like Oh, no, 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 it's not. Uh, because I, and, and it goes to argument about everything because, you know, a younger generation – uh, talk about bullfighters. You know, yeah. they'll say Dusty Tuckness is the greatest of all time. You know, my age and older, Rob Smets. You know, uh, Frank Newsome. Mm-hmm. You know, guys like that. So I, you kind of got to. I think. It's, it's, a, it's almost a time period because you, you, of course, you've always known about Sherry Servey. Yeah. But I think right now you're seeing Haley. I on. think I actually, I'll, I'll speak on Lisa. So my mayor, Golden Lisa, Cloud, that's what I was trying to say. Earlier. So I've gotten to get close with her daughter as well, uh, Melissa, because she's in the same college radio region as me, which is awesome. But uh, Lisa, I give kudos to her because she does everything for her horses. She doesn't have somebody like, like, yes, she has people helping her and stuff, but sure. she doesn't have people doing it for her. Like, she hauls by herself. She does everything by herself. Like, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I told him, like, it's been crazy for me with this year with the breeding season because I've been trying to get them bred, but I'm not just going to go drop my horses off at the breeding facility. Like, I get it. Like probably nothing bad is going to happen, but like there are those times where like a horse gets jerked on or like something bad happens. And like, you don't know how that affects them. Like I think things affect them so much more than people realize. And I'm not just like, I'm going to be there for all of it. Like I will be there and I will be the person that's with them 24 seven. And Lisa's like that. Like Lisa has been amazing to her horses. And obviously we've seen that like yeah. all throughout her career. Well, I, go ahead. I do have a question on that. When you say, she does it all on her own. Yeah. Now, I, I'm asking this question because I honestly don't know. But when you say that she does it all on her own, uh, is there a lot of barrel racers? Because, like I said, I don't know. But is there a lot of barrel racers that have people that pretty much do it all? Where I they... think there's a lot of people in every timed event in rodeo that have people really? that do it all for them. Yeah. Like, like that have maybe not all of it, but like have like at the NFR, like you've got people taking care of your horses. You've got autograph signings like well, yeah, all throughout. You like help, you, have you have to have, to have help. help. I did that. I, I took care of Frank Thompson's yeah. horse. So like, I mean, but I'd say she is. Like, as for the, the people year, I know in my circle, I know that she's really hands on with her horses. Wow. I did not. I had. See, this is this is educational. It is. I had no idea. Yeah. But I've always wondered that because you, you never really see a barrel racer rolling solo yeah it's always like a got like a like a pit crew yeah and i've yeah. always wondered about and that a big but dog. I for sure yeah it's always a big dog I like a pony do you <laughs> have how many dogs do you have with you i have one she's over there her name is goose yep you can't run barrel Hi, without a dog hey goose can't do anything without goose she goes everywhere do you, do you haul a pony with you do you i do not i'm trying to get a miniature donkey from my dad out to texas though would he charge you for that hopefully not but i'd only pay him 75 dollars for it if so <laughs> <laughs> they're cheap so when you talk about wanting to go to the NFR, and uh, is, is this, you, are you going to take off? Let's see, we're, we're in the first of May. Well, yeah. middle of May, kind of by now. Are you going to take off and really, really hit the road? Not, the, Reno? not anytime this year, no. Not, not this year? Really? Um, I actually have to call Jimmy about this, Monroe, because I have my like membership is screwed up with the WC or the WPRA right now. Um, so I have to call and get all that figured out because I never actually had a rookie year. Um, like Because of COVID? No, like I bought the Pro Rodeo Breakaway card in 2019, but then it became a joint card later and it used to be two separate things. And then Mm -hmm. like I got hurt during my rec. So I like never competed in anything. So like I never actually had a rookie year. So I have to like figure all that out. We have to like look at the I'm sure Miss Jimmy will get it figured out with you. So what what is the year where you say, this is my year, we're going? Maybe like a year from now, like when I'm done with school, I I can't do my classes and and priority at the same time there's no way how awesome is that though that you you're i think that speaks volumes of you and i, I and your parents actually more than that now that i have a little boy yeah that you are just not going screw it yeah school can wait yeah i'm gonna go rodeo yeah that's good well like i, I want to do that forever. forever so like For i can do people. one more year of school yeah one more year yeah, one then, more year. But, uh, yeah, but you're not. Then you'll just go back to school to be the vet. Um, if I end up doing that, that's like basically like all my dreams and goals don't work out, and like I'm screwed, and I need to become a vet. That's why I become a vet. Uh, <laughs> that's your. Well, I think they're on a pretty good start. Yeah, <laughs> that's me with rodeo clown. If all my hopes and dreams don't come true, I'll just be a rodeo clown. <laughs> hey, or a pool boy. Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm a very good pool boy. Do you have a swim pool in Florida? I do not. Nobody no. cares about Pentair but... pool products, Rump. I didn't say it. I just asked if she had a pool. Yeah, I wish she had a pool. 
You live in Fort Lauderdale and you don't have a pool. No, we have like a lake that has like fish in it and stuff. Does it have alligators in it? Uh, it has had two before. Nope. But like you would see them, like you'll see them on the it. bank, like they're not in there. I've actually caught alligators in Florida because with it fresh, was this big, it, it still bit me. <laughs> uh, this big. When when we talk about Florida rodeo and though, yeah, I, I want to give you guys a shout out on this because I think this is one thing that's that people don't know, especially in the middle of America. Mm-hmm. When you talk about all the places that we go rodeo, like I was, I got to rodeo in Florida. Uh, I got to go to Fort Pierce and Okeechobee. And uh, Arcadia, Florida, with Frontier Rodeo. Oh, the and, old uh, Arcadia Arena was so. Yeah, cool. uh, the old I got to do that. They that had was the fall where I did rodeo my youth one year. Rodeos. So I got to go there one time. The yeah. old oh, Arcadia. Oh, so cool. There was nothing better than rodeoing in Sunday in Arcadia, Florida, at the outdoor arena. Oh, so hot though. <laughs> Sundresses. Everybody's drinking beer. <laughs> that arena is cool. That arena is so cool. That's where I did all my youth rodeos growing up. That's where I won my first saddle. Was in the old that old arena. That is awesome. But you know especially in Arcadia and Okeechobee, people don't understand how much, how many cowboys there are in Florida. No, and that's actually what my boyfriend was saying earlier. He's like, I had no idea that there were even like these horse-like complexes all over the place. Like, I didn't even know about this. He's a hockey player. He's from nice. Edmonton. So Spitting chicklets. he doesn't know any better. Are you tough? <laughs> he's tough. I just Maybe not as Trump. tough as me, I'm but just he's you, tough. So you play hockey? Yeah. In Edmonton. That's yeah. awesome. That is the cool. Oilers lost last night. Uh, <laughs> Minnesota Wild State of Hockey. Anyhow, uh, but like when you think about the coast, it's awesome. also I California. I rodeo in uh, California quite a bit too with the uh, Flying U Rodeo Company, and and you know everybody says the same thing. Oh, well, you you're going to California, man. There's a lot of ranches. There's rodeos like there's big time ranches California, in Florida. California yeah. and Florida. Coast to coast. I think Florida is the number huge. one beef producer, maybe in the U.S. I yeah, think maybe. Really? Yeah. I think so. They yeah. actually wow. produce more cattle than Texas because yep. of their warm climate and their round the year grass. Yeah, growing. we can yeah. rodeo. And they also all produce year. undersized rodeo announcers like Andy Seiler. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say. It. I'm going to get a text on that. But you know, the, the only bad thing about Florida, about rodeoing out of Florida, it's not close to anything. Like no. you can't really you can't. when you like cross the Florida state line, like when you're coming like from, from me Mobile. from college station, like going home, you like in eight hours, you're in Florida. And then like you have another 12 hours to get where yeah. I'm from. Mm-hmm. So it's like and it's just straight like you're going all the way across the Panhandle and then all the way south. There should be a sign that says welcome to Florida. You're not even close. No. Okay. Yeah. That's why everyone goes to Destin. Like everybody Destin. from Texas goes to Destin. Yeah. It's a right lot of there. People. Yeah. Except for the old days when MTV would have. Uh, spring break in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> the girls spring break in Fort Lauderdale in is ridiculous. It's girls gone wild. Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> it's like three months. Where, like when I like lived there, like because everyone's spring break is at a different time. It's like two or like almost three months of like the, it's so busy. Did you ever get like grown up and being around Fort Lauderdale? Does everybody just get so tired of drunk teenagers just trashing the town? I don't think so. I don't know. That's like the, now, the economy probably likes it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I only went to spring break one time and I was just down the street in South Padre. I never went to spring break. Yeah, I took a it was I was actually in college and working for a radio station and 36 people on a Greyhound bus from Omaha, Nebraska to South Padre Island, Texas. Yeah, not close. Not Fort Lauderdale either. You know what? And I got to tell you what, that would when you're talking about going to school at A&M, that's so crazy because I went to school at Northwestern Oklahoma State. Yeah. Which was two hours from Abbey. Is that the Bulldogs? No, that's Southwestern. Yeah, that's Southwestern. That's I also Southwestern. went to Southwestern, actually. So mm. North. Did and you finish either? Yes, I finished at Northwestern. I yeah. Did. And we have actually uh, Jordan Holland is commenting on here. He's also a <laughs> Northwestern. He's private commenting. <laughs> oh, private. Um, <laughs> so how, how did you end up at A&M? Um, it kind of just did like, you not want to find any place closer to home? No, no, I wanted to be in Texas. I only applied to Baylor, AM, uh, Sam Houston, Tech, and that's it, I think. And um, got into those, and then out of all those, like I cried when I got my application to AM, and like I didn't for the other ones. So I you figured because you didn't want to go to AM, I was so excited. No, okay. I was so excited. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> But yeah, they have a really good vet school. So like when I was coming really to college, good. that's like the, one of the main things. And they have a rodeo team. And it's like not a t- super tiny town. Because like I 
grew up in a city. Like realistically, I grew up in a city. So like, I don't think I would do well in a tiny town in the middle of nowhere. You I don't hate, think you would hate Alva, Oklahoma. I would don't know if I'd know what to do. Yeah. We only have one McDonald's and one Sonic and it's not that exciting. Ew. But you're, uh, you know, you're that gal that can wear, you know, jeans and your mud boots and be working yeah. all day. But then you and then wear my Jordan spitting the chicklets can I'll go do all this could go, uh, you know, put on your nice dress and be out in the club by, you know, nine o'clock that yeah. night. So how, if, if you don't mind me getting too personal, we're, we're about out of time, but I want to know this almost. How did a, uh, a gal that was not involved in rodeo get involved in rodeo from Florida and end up with a Canadian hockey player and live in Texas? Well, so he was supposed to help me with chemistry my freshman oh. year because he was a chem major and oh, then he slept through my final exam. Oh, there was chemistry. But I would have right. paid him. So it's probably good that he didn't wake up for it because I don't know if we would have been dating because in my phone, he was like chemistry help, but then he never actually woke <laughs> up for my final exam. Um, oh, so. so you started hanging out with the help, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What's his name? Daniel. Daniel. Daniel, Welcome. Did you really know anything about chemistry? Or were you like, hey, there's... <laughs> he's a construction science major now, so that's how much you knew about chemistry. You're construction. He's in... super smart, though. He got a 4-0 this semester. Were you even in school? <laughs> kind of. Okay, for all you kids out there listening, remember this. When you get to college, you don't even know. Just go up to a hot chick and ask them if they need a tutor. <laughs> kind of. So I mean, that's, that's awesome. Cool. That's a great story. <laughs> that is good for you. Kudos. Yeah. <laughs> See, hockey it worked. hey, it worked. <laughs> I mean, look at, people, people look at me. If you'd see my wife, you'd be going like everybody else going, huh? Like, <laughs> but hey, it worked because oh. of this. Because, yeah, exactly. Well, you and I both weren't. So, uh, yeah, it's not a big deal. No big deal. Yeah. Let's play a little hockey myself. Not a big deal. Hockey games are the best. I don't understand any of it. I don't I, get off sides. Like I don't get just... all that. But I, I the, going to hockey's games. Yeah are is the best experience it is awesome i don't understand them at all i don't i think i know what icing is and i and i still don't understand offsides but you know a lot of people say that i look like a chubby wayne gretzky not a bit see that not a bit connor mcdavid (laughs) i look at you guys dropping hockey names (laughs) so anyway well um wrapping things up we just want to say good luck to you thank you um do you have a song that I like, like to. Yeah, um, I do the music. Obviously, ooh. she doesn't know anything about handbone. Um, oh boy, I suck. Song. Yeah, the song that I've like wanted. This is crazy. I've wanted this song to be played like every single like uh, during the barrel racing since I was like little. When we went and we saw the NFR when I was twelve, Mary Walker ran home to this song. The song that's like I like it. Um, like I when, like it. Do, I love it. I want some more of it. Yeah. No, the one where it's no, it's like, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. So that, no, that was way no, after 2012. No. It's like a, maybe a Hispanic singer who sings it. Selena? It's like, no, it's like the way have... you move on the floor, baby. I like, Oh, that Enrique <laughs> Iglesias. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got that. In the barrels. Yeah. You want that's, that? That's yep. the song you, of all the songs. Yes. In... I saw, I was 12 and I saw someone run to that and I thought it was a good song. That so, was yeah. Benji. He's here. Yeah. Yeah. He's not doing the music. I am no big deal, but anyway, I'll play it cause I have Yay. it. <laughs> so, okay. We got that wrapped up. Cool. All right. Well, I guess, is that it? Anything else you want to ask the running redhead? I tell you what, I'm just, I'm glad to be here in Corpus. Uh, this, this rodeo is just a cool place to be in. Uh, and I, I can't say enough good things about everybody here at Buck Days. That yes. Have made yeah. this possible for, for Hambone and I, yep. and for you also the, just the opportunity to uh, possibly win 150,000. Yeah. I think that's huge. So what would you say about, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you oh, off no, there, no, you're good. but what would you say to, to someone out there maybe listening about the w watching or you know want to yeah want to get into this uh, get involved like it is so like i like kind of made this kind of made my name for me if i'm being honest like i I think i was known kind of maybe before this a little bit but like this is really like i wouldn't have this opportunity like have it not be for had it not been for them so like get involved nominate your your rodeos you don't you you can nominate to be like seated like i was but you don't have to i talked to a girl yesterday who nominated one jackpot to get here that was it literally one jackpot for 30 bucks like and so it's not a joke when they talk about nominating like just try and get involved you can you can do it from wherever you are so and look at it now you're on rump chat yeah exactly rodeos number one podcast yep 
in the world. In the world. In the world. In the universe. In the world. Anyway, so. You need a sound effect for that. <laughs> anyway, uh, listening local on <clears throat> Radio Brewster Street Ice House. Noon every day will be here at 5.30. 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock, they're doing the stock draw. So you'll have some of the best cont- uh, rough stock uh, contestants in the world right here in the bar, restaurant. Come down, get a burger, get a beer. Come down, meet some of those guys. You can shake their hand, talk to them. They're actually going to draw their stock here live, which means for local people who may not know, they will actually get to find out what animal they're going to get on right here, 5.30 p.m., Brewster Street Ice House, downtown. Five, five, God. 55. Five, five, zero, zero p.m. Central Standard Time. Come right down here. But uh, anyway, thank you. Thank you. Good luck. Uh, thank. Oh, Manscaped. Manscaped, we re-upped with Manscaped. We got to say thank you to them. So, um, spitting chiclets. If you, uh, Manscaped, you need, to, you need to mow the yard. You need to mow the yard. We got manscaped.com, rumpchat20. 20%, 20 you, off and free shipping. We'll get you a lawnmower. So, anyway, thanks to everybody else. Gold Buckle Beer, Pendleton. We love you. All right, we're out. Thank you, everybody. See you, everybody.